What up, guys? James from Bolt Bros here. Hey, wanted to just chat a little bit about, because since we're in the offseason, we got an offensive coordinator now. We're going to start looking at a lot of prospects from the East-West Shrine game plus the Senior Bowl. So kind of fun to watch this, guys. Let's chat about it. Bolt Bros, let's go. All right, guys. So fun times, man. I'm excited to be able to see how this offseason goes for us. There's a lot of issues within the salary cap situation, so we'll see how this all pans out. But it's always fun to be able to do to watch the East-West Shrine game and the Senior Bowl just to be able to see some prospect, prospect, prospects. I cannot talk. Prospects that could fit really well for our team. So, you know, why is it significant? Well, let's let's talk a little bit about some of the guys that we have got from these um you know, uh, for instance, um, Senior Bowl specifically. Um, if you start looking at some of the guys that ha we have picked up from there, I mean, there are some pretty good players that have been on this team and are currently still on this team. So 23 prospects from the Senior Bowl past six years. So who have we found? Forrest Lamp, Dan Freeney, Rayshon Jenkins, which I wish we did not let go. Desmond King, who I liked a lot as a player. Uh, very much an X factor for us. Isaac Rochelle, which I would like to be able to have him back. I think he was a good player. Justin Jones, Uchenna Nuwasu, who had a great year with Seattle. Um, Scott Cuisenberry, Drew Tranquil, Nas to be a couple of them too. So that's from the Senior Bowl. So guys, I mean, there are some pretty solid players out there that have come from the, since 20, 2017, 23 different uh, players on there too. Even to say with currently you have, um, you know, obviously Justin Herbert that are still on the team. Alohi Gilman, Joshua Kelly, to name a few. So we have, we've found some pretty good guys and also Zion Johnson too. Um, some of the other ones too, with Kaiser white, Joshua Palmer um, too, and Jamari Sawyer actually too. So there's a lot of guys that come from these drafts because these are very high level based players. So, Keep an, eye, keep an eye on these guys. It's kind of fun to be able to sit there and watch and see kind of where these players are at, where they came from, and did the Chargers attend their uh, practices and even interview them too. So let me let me chat a little bit about some of the things and maybe some 10 prospects to look at for the East-West Shrine game too. Um, let's just share this real quick with you. So these are 10 players based upon this article here. Uh, this is, I think, from uh, Chargers Wire, I believe. Uh, Gavin Borquez uh, wrote on this. So these are 10 players for the East-West Shrine game to keep an eye on. So edge player, Eastern Michigan, Jose Ramirez. Um, you know, it's an interesting thing thinking about an edge player, but just like what this article talks about, should be in the market for more pass rushers, as evident from the positional group struggling to get after the quarterback since Joey Bosa missed most of the season with a groin injury. You guys remember, I mean, we put in a lot of uh, Kyle Van Noy. We put in a, uh, you know, somewhat ineffective Chris Rump. Um, we really weren't able to be able to get better in that group since Joey Bosa lot left. So really, once again, with him, we do need to be able to focus on the defensive end. I think this is going to be a pretty strong group, group for DNs, too. You know, the thing with that, the East-West Shrine game, I mean, anybody could get drafted in any level of any round, but I always kind of feel the East-West Shrine game is one where you get a lot more late-round pick kind of gems involved in the team. So 
this is a great way to be able to look at good quality depth guys for us. And to be honest, I don't feel like the Chargers have much needs all around. I think there are some needs that are going to be had for through the draft. Um, but it's kind of in a position where we have a very good, solid foundation where it's about just getting those extra guys in the team and in, in the huddle. And I know with our salary cap, we're having a lot of issues of trying to navigate through that because I think we're about 20 million over the salary cap right now. So either way, these late round kind of guys are going to be critical for us. So with him, with Ramirez, he basically had at, at Arizona, he had six point. Uh, five sacks, 11 tackles for a loss in 2021. In 2022, put a huge campaign, doubled his sacks, dang near, almost doubled his tackles for a loss. Six foot two, 235. Ramirez has the quickness, lateral agility, pass rush, repertoire, and a motor to get home. So this could be one of those guys that could be a really good pickup for us in the late rounds. Um, you know, it obviously really depends on how they play through the East-West Shrine game, how how people that interviewed them and our scouts interviewed him and see how he could be a good fit for us. So once again, I hope that we get Kyle Van Noy back, great leader to be able to have back on our team. So we'll, we'll see how it all pans out in that sense. Here's another edge player, Caleb Murphy from Ferris state. Now, once again, Ferris state, not the biggest of school by any means, but it is a school out there that can push out some talent. So set uh, NCAA all divisions record for sacks in a season at 22.5. Goodness. He also accounted for 39 tackles for a loss, um, which tied the all-time NCAA records. Murphy's efforts won him the Ted Hendrick Award, the first time this award has gone to a non-FSB player. An athletic, athletic specimen, Murphy is a natural pass rusher with the speed, bend, and ability to finish through blocks. The thing that's interesting about this kind of guy with Caleb Murphy, you know, you put him in a situation just to say, for instance, if we had him with Leo Mack, say Kyle Van Noy, say Joey Bosa. You have the ability to have a guy that really could just learn from phenomenal guys that have done it for a while that have figured out how to be a very, very good player all around. So what I'm saying here, guys, is that there is a great opportunity for players like this to be able to be shown the way how to be an NFL player, bottom line. So big, big thing for you guys. Sorry, I didn't have it up on the screen there, but I wanted to show you guys what I'm looking at here. Caleb Murphy is one of those guys that could be a great, great pickup for us. I don't know necessarily where he'd be at in the, in the rounds. I mean, his, if you look at his intangibles of what he's done on the field, massive. Uh, but we'll see kind of where he ends up going. It could be kind of a late round kind of situation. Great flyer for a guy coming from a small school. Um, but the numbers are there, guys. That's huge. Uh, I have been seeing a lot, and once again, Zay Flowers has been one of those guys, wide receiver from Boston College, and a lot of people are very hyped on, and I've seen a lot of mock drafts with him. Hey, we need speed, and I think there is no doubt that we need speed on this team. So I've been seeing a lot of hype from him from the practices, a lot of good plays. He looks like he's got a good solid route running all around. He has been one of those guys that I, for sure, the Chargers are going to be looking at very heavily. 78 passes last year, 1,077 yards, 12 touchdowns, setting a new se single season record. He was a semifinals for the Fred uh, Bickenoff. I cannot say that last name. And first team, all ACC selection. Dynamic wideout, can go over the top. Great speed, agility, real in the deep ball. I saw a lot of ability for him to even attack the middle of the field, be that slot guy for us. Um, 
run after the catch. Got that yak ability. We talked a lot about that. This guy could be a great guy for us. I'm not sure where he'll be at in rounds, but I feel like there's this chance it could be a second, third kind of round kind of situation all around. But bottom line, speed is what we need, and we need a guy that can extend out the field. My opinion, it'd be awesome to be able to Jalen Guyton, another speedy guy, say like, for, in for instance, uh, uh, Zay Flowers. That would be phenomenal for us. So going on to another receiver, Anton Green from uh, North Carolina, six foot three, 200 pounds, great size, combination of uh, size, speed, good route runner, silky smooth separation skills. Watched a little bit of his, his footage. Seems pretty good. Even on press coverage, he seemed really, really solid. So 90 passes, 1,710 yards, 15 touchdowns, his college, college career. Keep an eye on him. This is in just the East-West Shrine game, by the way. Uh, tight end. That's something that we've talked quite a bit about. Once again, the thing about it is, is with um, Kellen Moore, he does a lot of two tight end sets and does a lot of motion with tight ends. He even stacks tight ends on one side. He utilizes them quite a bit for his scheme. So keep an eye out for the tight end position all around. But Luke Schumacher, Schumacher <laughs> from Michigan, could be looking to add some tight end to his position. Donald Parham's durability has been a concern. Trey McKinney has not really been developing as well for us. Hey, you you add a guy six foot six tight end, one of top Michigan's top pass catchers this season, thirty four catches, three hundred eighty six yards, three scores despite despite missing two games. That's not a bad situation. Even if you look at some of the best tight ends, like you know uh, George Kittle, he didn't have the biggest of stats in in Iowa. And guess what? Where he where he's at? He's one of the top guys out there. Complete player, can't play the line, can't play the slot, run past linebackers block edge defenders at a very high level sounds great to me sign him up i think he'll be a great position for us to be able to add him to the team now cornerback is an interesting one so this is travis hodges tomlinson let's have another tomlinson from tcu let's go i'm okay with that but the big thing about it is is we we had a lot of guys that we've drafted too so you got um uh last year we ended up drafting quite a bit in the in the in the the cornerback side of things um uh, we have a lot of guys that we ended up getting uh, that could be filling for the cornerback position uh, for us. But, you know, Brandon State loves his cornerbacks, by the way. Um, he's going to try to go look to find more guys to be able to add to this team to be able to have more depth in that cornerback room. So, you know, obviously we got JT Woods, who's in a safety position. I think that's going to be an interesting one to see where that kind of lays for us. But then you also say that, hey, we ended up getting Jasir Taylor, who did pretty well. Dean Leonard was another guy that we kind of didn't really see enough from him. A lot of hype for him in the, in the postseason, or excuse me, in camp. Didn't really work out so well uh, in game, though. He needed to be able to swivel his head back around, see the ball a little bit better. But Bryce Callahan's going to be set to be a free agent. You know, Jasir Taylor might be that guy that fills the gap for Bryce Callahan. Love to have Bryce Callahan back, but we'll see where it goes. Um once again, Hodges Tomlinson is undersized, 5'9", 180. I don't think that's it's been something that we have swayed away by any means with Asante Samuel Jr. It has done phenomenal. Uh, but he's got a lot of speed, scrappy temperament, good with his hands, explosiveness, ball skills, blitz ability. He has all the makings to be a good slot corner at the next level. So once again, 36 games, he racked up 116 tackles, four tackles for a loss, five interceptions, 32 pass defended and three forced fumbles. And by the way, they did get to the national championship game, by the way. So, hey, I like that. 
Um, so moving on, defensive tackle. We have we do know that we've had a lot of issues with the defensive tackle. And so Texas, Moro Ojomo, I'll, I'll say that. You know, add some butt and gut to the defensive line. We need to be able to add more depth to that. You know, Morgan Fox is going to be gone, guys. Brandon Fajoko should be back, which I'm excited to be able to have that. But we need to find more guys, too. Austin Johnson should be back. Obviously, Sebastian Joseph Day should be back, too. Um, you know, he was the one, one of the only four Power 5 interior defensive linemen that was top 15 grades of both pass rusher and run defender. You want a guy that could hit both of those levels. And so this could be a really good fit for us. 6'3", 280, pass rush ability, first step quickness, quickness, body control, hand use to be able to work all over the defensive line. You want a guy to be able to swim back and forth on the line, absorb blocks to be able to allow the linebackers to open up. So um, so Taquan uh, Graham is one of the guys that they've actually been kind of doing a lot of parallels with, who is a good, solid defensive lineman too with the Falcons. So uh, Isaiah Moore, North Carolina State. You know, once again, we have a lot of things missing now. You know, Drew Tranquil is going to be gone. Troy Reader is going to be gone. Love to be able to have both of them back. We'll see where it goes. Kenneth Murray is still not playing up to that level as a first-round guy. But the big thing about Moore here, he's at one of the best run defenders in the country. 99.4 run defense grade, highest among all power five defenders. 21 tackles for loss or no gain were tied for most in the country. A six-foot-two Two 34-pounders, a downhill hitter, and ain't afraid to put a hat and uh, put a hat in and fill the hole. So, I like hearing a lot of that. That all sounds really good to me. Can read, react. He has instincts and awareness, and does well understanding leverage. So, good thing there. Uh, offensive tackle, you know Trey Pipkins. We don't know where he's going to be at. We don't know if he's going to be able to come back. Uh, John uh, uh, Jukowu. Oh man, these names. You could get you could get lost in these names, guys. Boise State. You know, that's uh, once again, who do we just get from Boise State? Offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. You know, he probably knows those players very well. This is somebody to be able to think about. Need more depth along the offensive line and finding a reliable swing tackle. You know, he has plenty of experience and he's had 51 career start starts, 3,400 snaps, 18 at right tackle, 33 at left tackle. Chargers love to have versatility with their offensive line and players. So, this could fit extremely well. A lot of experience can move up and down the line for us. Solid run back blocker, <laughs> solid run blocker, and in pass protection, he plays with good patience and is technically sound with his feet. Zero sacks this past season, according to PFF. Great, I think that's an awesome idea. Trey Dean, safety from Florida. Once again, I chatted about it earlier. Nas Adderley is going to be a free agent. Third round pick, JT Woods. Not having the best start yet, so we'll see where he kind of goes with that. Uh, I know JT Woods has played a little bit of corner, and they seem like they kind of keep throwing him out there. He's got a plenty of speed and size. We'll see where it kind of leads with them in camp. Uh, Dean finished his career with 259 tackles, 13.5 tackles for loft, five sacks, four interceptions, 24 pass defended. Long defender. I like seeing that. It's like Mike Davis, very long guy, can work very well and be a blanket to a defender who, once again, Dean does a good job of on size, physicality, and quickness, covers a lot of ground and coverage and flies downhill against the run. Like to see that guy that wants to be able to hit somebody at the line. Great. Versatile back with lots of experience across the secondary. So I think that could be a great addition to this team. So these are just some of the guys to be able to look at East-West Shrine game. By the way, I did get a notification that we did, Chargers did meet 
with one of the best offensive lines, offensive guard, Antonio Mafi from UCLA. So he transitioned from nose tackle to dominant guard. Uh, I think he's not sure where he would be at. I would assume at left guard if we end up getting rid of Matt Filer. He spoke with the Chargers and apparently has been on their radar since 2018. So it's been some guy that we've really wanted to look at for a very long time, guys. So something to be able to look at, guys. Um, but let's chat a little bit about the Senior Bowl and just kind of five guys to be able to take a look at there. You know, Senior Bowl is kind of one of those things where I love watching a lot of the guys out of there. Once again, we've gotten a lot of guys out of the Senior Bowl that have been very effective for us. Uh, Justin Herbert, Zion Johnson, to be able to name a few. But uh, we got four players last year from Mobile, Alabama, from the Senior Bowl. Uh, he drafted five, the highest number in 10 years at the helm um, the year before. So this is a big, big area for us to be able to look at for players. So here you go. Once again, a wide receiver. We need speed, guys. Elijah Higgins from Stanford, 6'3", 235. Built much more like an H-back as opposed to an NFL wide receiver. So a little bit bigger of a guy. Um, specialized in big slot presence that was always willing to, and able to take the tough catch over the middle. Love to see that. Wonder what they're thinking about a lot of, you know, middle field kind of guys versus a lot more stretch. But once again, this is just ideas. He'll enter NFL as a develop, developmental prospect who upside will likely come with the forward early on day three. So that once again, a depth guy for us. It's kind of a, a developmental type guy, but he's got the physicality and can only take him so far to be able to develop uh, his route tree a bit more before he sees meaningful snaps in the next level. So once again, a lot of development with this guy. Uh, one thing that's great to be able to say, he's got speed. The yak, the yak speed is what I like to say. So Elijah Higgins hit 21.5 miles per hour on a 56-yard TD last year. So one of the fastest players, uh, only offensive players faster than that last year were Danny Gray, Velvis Jones. So very, very fast and a 240-pound guy, by the way. I love seeing that. Kind of for some reason reminds me of like a Debo Samuels kind of thing. So could be an interesting one. So Rashawn Johnson, this is actually an interesting one because Bijan Robinson is the starter from Texas. There's been getting a lot of talks about this guy. It would be wild for the Chargers to draft another running back, which once again, last three years we have drafted a running back. So we are trying to figure it out. Isaiah Spiller was one of our guys last year. Uh, Joshua Kelly and Larry uh, Roundtree were some of our last draft running backs for the last three years. Four years in a row, we'll see what happens. But big thing about him, this guy is built with just size, 6'2", 220. You know, John Robinson's obviously a first round guy, but then we got started looking at, you know, Johnson being kind of a guy that could go as high as the third. So big size, athleticism, willing to take on contact. He he really looks like it'll be a gaps run scheme. So we'll see kind of where that fits and how that fits with Kellen Moore, which I, it seems like it could be a great fit and have a big power guy all around on this team. So uh, I think it would be great to be able to have this guy added to our team so who knows um is joshua kelly going to be the guy is isaiah spiller going to be the guy we barely really even saw anything at all too so with isaiah spiller so who knows so really this is an interesting thing 62 225 clocked at 22.6 miles per hour on a run this season that is big that is scary you don't want to get in front of that guy so big physical guy uh jared patterson notre dame hey we know telesco loves Notre Dame guys, offensive guard center, 
that's something we need to think about, guys. We need to think about the center position at some point because, once again, guys, we are getting kind of a little bit more aged on our on our our center position. It is something that we do need to emphasize and make sure that we have a little bit more stability in that area. We did have a couple different times where we did not have our center there, um, and we need to make sure that we can make sure uh, we have a lot more depth all around for this O-line. Um, I mean, Corey Lindsley did get injured quite a bit this year. We need to make sure we have a guy that can fill in for us. So once again, 6'4", 310, got size for an interior lineman, the versatility of NFL teams like in their mid to late round selections. So once again, kind of that depth kind of guys, run blocker, natural knee bender, and rarely gets out leverage and pass. The stalker lower body helps him with his base wide and sturdy. So could be a really, really good addition for us too. So um, one thing too, Kellamore loves having the center to even roll out to be a blocker with another blocker, another guard with him too. So kind of creates two levels with offensive linemen and even has seen a lot of offensive linemen being, um, you know, a fullback too as a blocker. So quite interesting. So that's something to always look at. It's always great to be able to build more depth at the O-line and have a more stability there. So tight end, uh, Payne Durham from Purdue. You know, we've had Antonio Gates, Hunter Henry. We've had great guys there, but we just haven't found the next guys yet. So Payne Durham, 6'5", 255. Exactly what you want them in the NFL. Besides from being an impact blocker, Durham is a very efficient safety blanket for Boilermakers who made most of his money working in the middle of the field and up the seams. So great to be able to hear that. 2022 stat, 56 catches, 560, eight touchdowns. So could be a good addition for this team. That's a really big stat line all around, guys. So good, reliable hands. Um, and very much, uh, this this play is insane, by the way. Let's show, let's show you this one here. So he catches this ball, middle of the field, keeps running. Go, 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 go. Look at this. Get off me. Get off me. Get off me. Get off me. Keeps going. Keeps going. Keeps going. You love to see that effort. Sometimes you would even see, uh, boom, nice catch to the touchdown there. Love it. Um, you saw a little bit of that with Gerald Everett, but you know you want to have the big bulldozing kind of guy, a, a guy that could go out there and run, willing to be able to go out there and block, just being a very good old school kind of tight end. I'd love to see that. So uh, number five, this is the final one for the Senior Bowl, Dewan Jones from Ohio State. So... <laughs> You guys remember Daniel Falili? Yeah, I think he went to the Ravens. Massive, massive guy. Just huge guy. I mean, this guy, Dewan Jones, is at that same level of Falili. 6'8", 358. I mean, that is massive. An absolute mauler. I think they were actually calling this guy. Uh, what did I have? A screenshot here. His nickname is Big Thanos, by the way. I mean, just a massive, massive guy. Um, he's a... He's a, a blocker that just engulfs his opponent as a run blocker that puts them on skates. Elite functional skills, strength, and length where most teams will fall in love with him. I mean, the immeasur the measurables for this guy alone is insane. We don't know if we're going to have Trey Pipkins back, but you would kind of think, man, you have him with Slater on the left, and then you'd have Jones on the right. I mean, that is scary, scary. Once again, you don't want to see a guy running at you. That's just this massive massive beast by the way here's a play right here just see you bud see you bud go to the ground you're dead you're done you're gone here you go done throw him to the ground pancake easy peasy no big deal i mean 
he just puts people down on the ground. I mean, he uses his hands well, dominates all around. Um, this could be a phenomenal pickup for us. So not sure exactly where he's at, but he sounds like he's going to be kind of one of those top guys all around for the draft and specifically the right tackle. So once again, guys, I'm just going to show you guys just a few little things here. By the way, I had Andrew's name in here for some reason. I am James. Um, but bottom line, those are some of the guys to be able to take a look at. East West Shrine game is on Thursday. Great watch to be able to take a look at. Let me know of any other players that you guys are looking at. These are just a couple people that I've seen and heard and some people that have the Chargers have met with for the East West Shrine and Senior Bowl. So what are some other guys, other guys we should be looking at? Bottom line, I think we need to be able to make sure we look at linebacker, defensive tackle, uh, O-line, and uh, wide receiver at the speed. So those are our four needs in my opinion. Who else do we need to be able to have? Um, and who else are you guys looking at for the East West Shrine and Senior Bowl? So want to hear from you guys. Let me know what you guys think. I appreciate all the love. Like, subscribe, sub, and throw out some other names and some other players to keep an eye on. Because once again, guys, we're in that time of the year where we are looking at the draft. We're looking at guys that could be system fits now for Kellen Moore, too, and for Brandon Staley. So appreciate you guys. Let's talk about it. Boat bros. Let's go.